Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. And thank you guys for joining us here on this Monday, 5.30, September 18th. Hope you had a great weekend. It is so good to have you guys here. How are you doing this morning? Not too bad, not too bad. It's nice to see you this morning. Um, I sent Mercedes a note yesterday. I had a, I had a premonition. It was this weird feeling. I was at the gym yesterday, and then you just you just came up on my mind. I had this, this sense that like something was wrong in your universe, and I thought nothing of it, and then the feeling came back later on in the afternoon. I'm like, I'm going to reach out to her just because I kept getting this feeling, and everything was fine in your world. I need to... I need to fine-tune my psychic skills, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, actually, then it started to concern me. Like, oh, gosh, is he seeing something that's in my future? <laughs> like, what the heck do I do here? But, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for reaching out. Yes, uh, thanks yes. for making me have a panic attack about it. But, yeah, it, uh, everything is good in my world. It was kind of this morning, on the other hand, is a whole other thing. It's just like... It's like Murphy's Law. If something can go wrong, it is. And I'm like, I had to call you this morning because I had my key card around my neck. And um, then I get to the door and my key card's not on my neck. Like the, the, the lanyard's on there, but there's no key card. And I'm like, what the heck happened to my key card? I thought I had it on this morning when I left the house. It must have fallen off. And so... I'm like, I get to scan my thing and it's not there. And the, the, like, the, oh, lan- the lanyard is around your neck, though, because you just put it on this yeah, morning. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know if the lanyard was on when I put it on. Uh-huh. I wasn't really paying attention, but it's like that and just like, oh, getting things going on a Monday morning and everything. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. So I'm I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope today's not the day where everything goes awry for <laughs> no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> we didn't put that out in the universe. It is so funny because I, I have this weird... It's a small little anxiety, and I hate using the word anxiety over it, but it's this little thing that pops in my mind is every single morning, same thing when I go to look for my, I don't have my key card or anything, I keep it in my laptop bag, and every morning when I reach into my bag to grab it, I've got this like fear that it's not going to be there, and the same thing when I'm walking up to the gym, that I reach into my gym bag, and my membership card is not there, not there, at the gym, you just have to give me your name and show my ID, and you're fine, but it's this weird little thing, it's like key card, membership card anxiety that I get when I enter, go to enter a building. Yeah, it's, uh, I usually don't have it, but now I am, I'm, and I'm going to be like so paranoid all morning until I actually find it. I'm wondering if maybe it like 
fell off in my car this morning or something like that. So I have to go back out. But you'll have to let me borrow yours. So Absolutely. I can get back Absolutely. in in case I can't find it. <laughs> my so. key card is your key card. You have a good weekend? It was nice. It was nice. Saw a couple shows over the weekend. Went to a really cool car show on Saturday that's out there at Red Rock every year. They take over the Red Rock Country Club and they set up the cars along a driving range in one of the, I think it's the 18th hole. So did that on Saturday afternoon. And then um, Sunday was just relaxing, hanging out by the pool, watching a bunch of football. So it was a super nice weekend. Yeah, same. It was, uh, I, we watched like a ton of football, like so much that I'm kind of footballed out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it was really low key just because uh, we have a, we kind of have a busy week coming up. So both my husband and I were like, do you, do you want to like go out, do anything? And we're both like, no, let's just like be bums this weekend. So it was really nice. Uh, and uh, just kind of low key this weekend for us too. Too, but super excited it's going to be a busy week we've got a lot going on here on the show so let's just start it right now thank you so much for joining us let's get things going time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear please don't go by kws Do you want to hear Back at One by Brian McKnight? you like a dream come true, too. Just want to be with you, Marie. Girl, there's plain to see that you're the only one for me. Or do you want to hear It Ends Tonight by All American Rejects? When darkness turns to light, it ends tonight. It ends tonight. are your choices you can get your votes in right now you can text us at 702-364-9400 you can call us at that same number tweet us at mercedes in the am or vote on facebook we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 mix 94. odyssey coming up next, coming up next. mix 94.1 Hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, why is it that you never see anyone when you look cute? And why do you always run into someone when you look terrible? It happened to me this weekend. We'll talk about that coming up next. But first, the votes are in. And it ends tonight by All American Rejects is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show you pick up. I don't know why this always happens to me. Does it happen to you where like you, you maybe you look like so good. You're wearing a brand new outfit. Hair is done. You just look so good. And you literally will, what I call waste an outfit because no one saw it. No one that you knew <laughs> saw it. And so it's like, oh man, I totally wasted an outfit because nobody saw it. Well, then the opposite happens to you where it's like, you just look like you woke up. You are dressed in like something just like rags or something. You're not cutest outfit. And then you see everyone you know. And that's what happened to me on Friday. Friday I got, or Thursday, I actually got um, uh, a laser treatment on my face. It's called the honeycomb laser. And so 
your face is like red and inflamed for like three days afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like it takes time. And so I came in here on Friday. I, I put a little makeup on to cover it up. But when I got home, took everything off, um, had to, you know, I changed into like yoga pants and a T-shirt. Like, and I think there was a rip in the side of it. I was just like, what do I have to do? Well, I had to run a couple of errands. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll be fine. So I go out, literally run into one of my girlfriends right off the bat. And she's just like, hey, like I could tell she's like, what happened to your face? (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh, I just got this laser treatment. And she's like, oh, no, no. I pretending like she didn't know. She notices. Then I went, I I had to go get some skincare stuff just to help with the inflammation and help it calm down a little bit. And these two nice ladies who apparently listen to the radio station happened to recognize me and they're like, are you Mercedes? And I was like, oh my gosh, of all times that you see me, of course I look like this. I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, you know, they loved the show. They love listening and I go, man, you really caught me looking my worst, didn't you? And they're like, well, you look great. I'm like, they were so nice. They were Face laughing. on fire. I know, it's bright red, splotchy. I know we don't look like this. Does that ever happen to you? Oh, it's gay. I think, yeah, 702-364-9400. I remember it was for the TV show. It was like the Halloween show or something. And I dressed up like Frankenstein. And I went to a place in Boulder City, and they put on the mask and everything. And it was prosthetics. And it was glued onto my face. And the guy tells me you should be able to just peel it right off. Should, shouldn't be a problem. Just peel it off. Maybe a little makeup remover. But if not, here's some special oil to use it. Mercedes, I could not get this thing off. Oh, I, st- no. I started pulling the thing off as I'm leaving the station. And so I couldn't get, it's like half on my face. I had to like run into Albertsons to get something, kind of looking down. It was Halloween season, so I think I was getting a pass. But I got home and I had to use this special oil and he didn't give me enough. Laura and I are going to dinner and I got, there was like spotty. And then there were like red marks from trying to rub the makeup off. I looked like Frankenstein. When we went to dinner, I'm like, who are we going to see when we go to dinner? Everyone. Everyone was there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you never see them when you look good. When no. you don't look like Frankenstein. Hey, we both look like Frankenstein. <laughs> I know. I definitely did. Oh, my gosh. Why does that happen? <laughs> Same thing that you're right. You wear a nice suit or something. Ladies, a nice dress. You know, you know you're on point. Right into Albertsons, not a soul. If I don't see someone when I'm wearing a cute outfit and I did not take a picture that was posted to social media, I am like, I got to rewear this to a place where it'll be noticed. It has to be reworn. If not several times, at least once. But yeah, it's just crazy. Make every effort to see those two listeners again when you're looking at your nice. I know. I want to go back to their business office and say hello. I look better now. I promise. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1918. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Here is your fun fact from the year 1918. The 1918 World Series, it marked the first time that the Star Spangled Banner was performed at a major league game. The first time was in 1918 during the seventh inning stretch of game one. The band began playing the song because the country was involved in World War One. Oh, interesting. I and love these little facts. now it's a tradition. Yeah. Every, every uh, game, every sporting event it plays. So there you go. I'm, I did not know this and I feel terrible but happy belated anniversary. <laughs> Thank I'd, you. I didn't Thank know. You. And you have a point. You were saying off the air that you didn't post anything about it and that's why I think I didn't remember it and i feel terrible about it don't feel terrible it's, it's hard to remember anniversaries and stuff like that please don't feel terrible at all but friday yeah friday was laura and i's anniversary we got married september 15th 2007 and 
I do feel like there's a social media pressure to post for birthdays, special occasions. I did a wonderful post about Laura on her birthday a couple weeks ago, and it was Friday, the anniversary, and I had a thought in my mind that I wanted to post, and it was just, Friday was a very hectic day, and then it's like Friday night about 6 o'clock, and I'm going to downtown to see a show, and I'm starting to work on the post, and Laura's actually not with me. She's at dinner with her girlfriend, and I just felt rushed, and I sent her a text message. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do a post on Saturday. She's like, oh, no worries. Saturday was kind of the day we, we celebrated together, and I just never got around to doing a post. We were just having such a wonderful time. And then Sunday comes, and I'm like, ah, it's past the point. But I feel this odd pressure, and then Laura ended up doing a post Sunday afternoon, and she told me, she's like, hey, I did a post. I'm like, oh, thank you. And she even said, you don't have to worry about doing one, and I still I still didn't do one. But do you feel that, like that pressure to post? Um, Sometimes, but just back to your situation, when you tell, when you're like, Hey, I didn't post. Is it something that you guys expect of each other to do? Because, like, I usually will do a post of some sort, but Matt is, like, not a poster with that stuff. So I just don't really expect him to do one, and it doesn't hurt my feelings. It's, like, it's just not his thing. Like, he's a guy. He doesn't really post that stuff. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, I'll get, like, a Mother's Day post or something. Um, But it's very rare that I get anything like that. And at first I was kind of like, huh, why doesn't he take the time? But I'm like, well, it's just not his personality to post like that. I normally do post. I think think if I go back every anniversary, I bet you I have posted before in the past. And I don't think Laura had expectations of me posting. But I just maybe it was just like a given. Like, oh, he's posting the past. He's going to post something. And then when I told her I wasn't doing it on Friday, I'm going to do it Saturday. She was like totally cool with it she wasn't mad or upset and then when i never got to it she wasn't upset either but i do feel like there's these these eyes on you maybe just i don't know it's it's a it's a weird thought process but like oh no he didn't do a, a anniversary post why didn't he do an anniversary post i feel like there's these there's a social media pressure you have to deliver from at who times. from like your followers i think so maybe from followers or the people that that are close to you i don't know it's but a like, weird we thing we forgot it was your anniversary so we don't care i know and that's <laughs> you, the thing that's the thing no we, one cares it, well no no i can't no I, that came out wrong no, no i no. care it's your anniversary and i feel terrible that i didn't acknowledge it but like we we think that like oh if i don't post they're gonna think something of me it's like no no one's gonna exactly think anything yes, of yes you exactly at all. and i know you didn't mean that you don't care there was it means like i definitely care about that part <laughs> and i know that you totally meant by it but yeah i think it's, it's with any social media post people with thought process into it and you send it out well most people are just swiping oh, okay cool not even reading what you're uh, posting or anything else i was telling i was telling someone i think it was my kid that we really do think we're a lot more important than we really are to mm-hmm. each other. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I, it, she she has said, like, oh, I, po- I didn't post this. I'm like, babe, nobody cares that you didn't post uh-huh. that. It's, so, it's going to be okay. And she's like, I just feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, nobody cares. I mean, we're just so wrapped up in to ourselves, every person, that no one even notices that stuff. So I would say that, but I do care that it wasn't your anniversary and happy belated Thank anniversary. You. I appreciate and it. I'm, Thank I'm you. really sorry that I didn't say something on the actual day, but you just should have posted and then I would have known. <laughs> <laughs> now coming up this morning, it's Monday mornings. We have Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $2,500 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Mendon Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes and that happens at 7 o'clock. Then up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Did Adele accidentally reveal a secret at her concert this weekend? What rock group showed up downtown for a surprise performance? And if you've ever wanted to smell like this vintage item, a new perfume is coming out to satisfy that urge. We'll tell you all about it coming up in What's Trending. Are you guys ready? All right, let's take it.
check in on the hot topics trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. Adele is trending this morning. So uh, she was performing at her weekends with Adele residency at Caesars this weekend. And she walks through the crowd at one point during the show singing and and she'll stop and she'll talk with people. And she stopped with with talking. She stopped to talk with this one lady who proposed to her and she turned down the woman's marriage proposal. She said, "Um, you can't marry me. I'm straight, my love. And my husband is here tonight. The fan encouraged her to try and accept, and she said, no, I don't want to try. I'm with Rich, and then jokingly said, you're crazy, leave me alone. But <laughs> the the key part of that is that she referred to Rich Paul, her b- longtime boyfriend, as her husband. And rumors of their engagement go all the way back to February of last year when she walked a red carpet with a giant diamond on her ring. We have the audio of how it all went down. Here's how it sounded. Everyone has COVID, and I can't possibly... I'm not saying you've got COVID. Because you, you can't marry me. I'm straight, my love. My husband's here tonight. He's here. But I, it's kind of hard to hear, but yeah, she's... You hear it there, yeah. Yeah, so everyone is like, wait a second. Did they get married? Now, no official confirmation, but she did say once on a talk show... When she was asked about the relationship status, as if I would ever tell anyone if I was or wasn't. People have been trying to sleuth this thing for a while, too. And there was that picture she had posted from after an award show or something. And she took a picture of the award and people zoomed in on a book that was behind it. And the the book title said The Pauls, as if they're married. And that is whatever book it was they got as a gift because they're married. Yeah, I think they're definitely married, Mm -hmm. don't you think? It just seems like they they have to be married. Uh, Yeah, 100% think they're married. But also, I I mean, I just love Adele more and more hearing these stories from the show. She works that, you've seen it twice. She she works that room every time, every night. She does. Um, uh, Although I did see that she's going to cut back on the doing selfies with people because of covid mm-hmm. um coming back making a comeback and so she's like i can't afford to get sick but what a fantastic show if you ever have the opportunity to go even if they're the cheapest nosebleediest seats you will not be disappointed that's where i sat <laughs> and i didn't care it was just absolutely incredible so loved it you're there your nose is running but it's not covid i'm just sitting i'm really no, high I the elevation get... is different up but here she takes care of the people up there she shoots t-shirts and money at them with this money? giant gun yeah she has like money wrapped up in uh-huh. t-shirts and she'll say like have a drink on me there's 50 dollars in here and she'll shoot it up there and so yeah sometimes you get it sometimes you don't but still it's like there's not a bad scene yeah, in that house cool. it really isn't so that is trending this morning also trending this morning is your boys you too just ahead of their vegas residency the band debuted a new single in a pop-up concert downtown on saturday night they seem to be filming uh, the video for their new single atomic city in front of the Plaza Hotel while, you know, they were lip-syncing to it because they were filming for the video. Here is what that sounded like. Now, the band, including Larry Mullen Jr., who will not be participating in the residency due to some back issues, they also performed, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, which they performed in their video on Fremont Street back in 1987. 
they kick off their residency at the Sphere on September 29th. That video they shot, they were here in town performing at the Thomas and Mac. They were touring the Joshua Tree album, and they were very popular at the time. That album was a huge album, but they had shot a cover for Time Magazine, and that issue of Time Magazine dropped right after they left Las Vegas. And a lot of U2 historians and music historians pointed when they were on the cover of Time magazine. That's what kind of solidified them as that major rock band because Time was such a big magazine in the 80s. And things just took off after that that moment for U2. I would say it's, yeah, it's still a big magazine. As Even though people don't really buy magazines so mm-hmm. much anymore. Yeah, if you get in Time, that's a big deal. Did you know about this? Did you get any, like, insider information because you're such a big fan? I knew nothing about this. I did hear, though, they had 250 extra were working uh, that were hired to be at the event and they got paid 150 bucks they had to get there at four o'clock in the afternoon and wait until the show started the uh, performance started at 11 o'clock on saturday night yeah i saw that too and that uh, was that like five bucks an hour <laughs> I, they get free pizza afterwards so they, they were fed i was thinking as a fan if that was all for them like ah that's a long time to wait to see him but then again to see them in kind of a cool setting, it might be worth it. If it's my favorite band, I wouldn't care. You wouldn't even have to pay me. I would do it for free. Just go, you just know? Go yeah. If I if I love the band that much, I'm like, yes. If there's a chance I'm going to be close to them, absolutely. So that is trending this morning, and then Yell is trending. The British company called Yell is an online directory. It's kind of uh, like the phone book. It here is here, and they're in the process of developing a perfume. That smells like the yellow pages. They say that it is a timeless and familiar scent, and it's been created to transport the mind and the senses back to the past when we used to experience the joy of carrying around five pound phone books. Uh, more specifically, they say the fragrance has notes of bergamot and lemon, followed by the rich, woodsy scents of cedar and musk with sweet vanilla. My phone book did not smell like that. I'll tell you right now. There's no sweet vanilla in my phone book. <laughs> this seems like a joke, but they actually are making this available. The perfume is going to be called Ode to Yellow Pages. And they are uh, actually planning on it doing a limited run later on this year. So for now, it's unclear when and where you can get it. Um, but we'll let you know as soon as we get that information. And that's what's trending. Up next, we have Heads Up. And when you win it, you'll get a pair of tickets to the Mix 94.1 Soundhouse. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Chase, good morning. You're in for Heads Up. You ready to do this? Yeah, woo! Good morning. Good morning. We want to make you a winner. We have a pair of passes to the Odyssey Downtown Soundhouse at Inspire Nightclub. You can't buy these passes. This is the only way in is to win them. And here's your chance right now. Five different categories for you to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with Bamboo? Arg matey, backpack, Milky Way, or United States of America? Go backpack. Which one? Backpack? Yeah. Oh, backpack. Okay. okay. National School Backpack Day. Awareness Day. <laughs> Who knew there was a day for that? Well, it's on Wednesday, and these are all things you would find in your backpack, okay? All right, let's go. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, can I go with JC? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Chase. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win. And we start now. You would write on this. Loose leaf. No pen. Uh, no, a single sheet. You put it in a printer. It is called what? Paper. Yes. You read these. Look. Yes. You use this to add things, multiply things. Calculator. Yes. You drink H2O out of this. 
Watermelon. Yes. To enter a building, you need to grab these to unlock it. Jeez. Yes. This is called um, your day. You write things in this thing. It has your appointments and everything. Uh, agenda. Um, no. Um, we'll, we'll skip that one. Uh, and, and not um, this. You sharpen this old school style of writing. What? Pencil? Yeah, he said pencil. That's six? That's six. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You got it. Congratulations. Let's go. Nice job. You guys are, man, you are on it for a Monday morning. Dang. I was I was like, huh? Oh, pencil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Kids today, so you got to be on it, you know? Yeah, kids are getting ready to school, so Chase is all dialed in. You're all set, buddy, with your passes to the Odyssey Soundhouse this weekend. You're going to have a blast. Now, up next, it's Beat Mercedes that's happening at 7 a.m. Your chance to win a $2,500 diamond pendant. From Michael E. Menden, Diamond Jewelers, if, if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. That's a big if. Yes. <laughs> Does this make me a traitor? Have you ever rooted against your own team? Like, you're like, I want my team to lose. I, I've noticed I'll do that sometimes. We're all in my mind, not out loud, but in my mind, I'll want my own team to lose. Have you ever cheered for... The enemy of your team? Well, outside of the Eagles when they were in the Super Bowl and the Dallas Cowboys were watching from home, and I got heat for that. But as far as if the Cowboys are playing, the Cowboys played the Jets uh, on Sunday, and, and they won. But I, I did not find myself at any point rooting for the Cowboys to lose. Not during the regular season. No. Not during the playoffs. No, normally I'm, I'm cheering on my team to win. Why would you be rooting a team, your, one of your favorite teams? I don't know. Is this know. the Broncos? No. What team are we talking about? I mean, they lost, so, like, whatever. I'm kind of used to that now. Are they 0-2? Uh, yeah, they're, they're about to be 0-3. I can't remember who they play next oh, weekend, but it's, it's a good team. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm talking about the University of Colorado. If, if you're new to the show, I'm originally I was born and raised in Colorado, and um, I went to school at the University of Colorado in Boulder. That's where I went to college after I graduated high school. And right now, their their football program has like all eyes, like the nation is watching because Deion Sanders is coaching that team. He came in and he has like totally revitalized that football program. the The town of Boulder itself, there's just an excitement. And this past weekend. The Rock was there, Offset, Lil Wayne, like all these celebrities were at the game. It's just, it's become a thing. So this weekend they played CSU, Colorado State University. It Huge in-state rivalry game. Um, Colorado State University wasn't even ranked. I think CU was supposed to beat them by like 20-some points. Me and my brother, uh, Mario, he went to CSU. So we were kind of like, ah, oh, you're going down, you're going down. Like, you know, we were like trash talking each other all week long for this. So we're watching the game and I just, I, I was like really disappointed in how they were playing and they weren't playing well. It looked like CSU was just going to take this game. And then they got a couple real lucky breaks at the end and some, some calls against CSU. But at that point, I'm like, they don't deserve to win. They were supposed to win by 20-something points. And look <laughs> at this. And they ended up winning just barely. But at the end, I was like, you know what? CSU deserves this win more than they do. CSU, should, they should win. So I found myself changing and cheering for CSU at the end, even though they see you won. And so after they won, my brother was like, congratulations. I'm like, meh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
<laughs> I, I don't know why I turned on them. Okay, let's, is it something deeper? Like all of a sudden, you've been a fan for so long. You went to school there. You've been there through years of rough times and ever, uh, everything. And then all of a sudden, things have changed in the eyes of the nation. And celebrities are coming in and supporting your team. It's like, where were you guys before? Does that bother you at all? It's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, now, oh, now we're f- fans of CU. Okay, where were you last year when they won? One game. Yes, yes. Were you a fan then? No, you were not a fan then. Um, but yeah, like it was just kind of like bugging me. Um, have you ever purposely rooted against your own team? Someone just texted and said, I am so guilty of this. It was my son's little league baseball game. I was hoping secretly that they would lose because if they kept winning, we had to stay there longer and longer <laughs> at the field. <laughs> Girl, I know many parents have felt that way before. My daughters used to play softball. I'm like, oh, no, they won another one. We're here for another two hours. Oh, my God. Brooklyn, see, Brooklyn the other team scores. You jump up and cheer like, mom, what are yes, you doing? Yes, it's over. We get to go home now. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You ready? It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. When it comes to music, TikTok has really become a player. And now this makes sense. They are known for boosting unsigned talent. Some of the most popular being like Teddy Swims and Oliver Anthony. And now the site has its own billboard chart. TikTok billboard top 50 chart has been released and it's going to be out weekly. The metrics for this list include video views and user engagement, and it's going to feature the most popular TikTok songs in the U.S. Billboard um, says that the pairing was just like the next logical step. They say there's like a clear opportunity to recognize the way music discovered on TikTok is shaping pop culture. And so now you're 
you're number one on TikTok. You have your own Billboard number one. That's crazy. And and TikTok, breaking artists, introducing us to new music, and then giving songs that we haven't heard in years a rebirth. You see songs pop on the regular Top 40 charts, and it's because of TikTok. Yeah, it's uh, some of these songs that uh, all of a sudden I hear my kids singing, and I'm like, how do you even know that song mm-hmm. they're like oh tiktok you know it's just it's it's become a thing so um i'm looking at the number one song on the top tiktok top 50 right now is ski by sexy red Ooh, yeah paint right. the town red by doja cat is number two that's a good one august by taylor swift is number three uh go i think that's a is that um an instrumental there's a bunch of names under that one. And then I Remember Everything by Zach Bryan featuring Casey Musgraves. There's your top five. And if you're posting on TikTok and adding music, there's a thing that shows you like the viral songs. It shows you literally which, yeah. what's the number one trending song right now. So you just want to use trending songs in your videos. They have that option right there when you're posting. I like discovering new songs or like when someone, if you make a sound and someone starts using your sound as a sound, um, not necessarily music. That'd be funny if like sounds started going, getting their own TikTok chart. Like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful day today. Hey, you're number one on the TikTok chart. <laughs> Mercedes, you're honest. I bet you'll see that at one point because yeah, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> let's get one of those sounds trending as well. I don't know if you were super excited about this. I know you're a huge wrestling fan, but I I don't know if it's as big of a deal to you as it used to be, but. With the Hollywood strikes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson apparently had some time on his hands, so he returned to his old stomping grounds, the WWE. He showed up unexpectedly Friday night to back up his buddy Pat McAfee against Austin Theory. Did you see it? Oh, my gosh. I saw that. Uh, I am not watching the current. I watch a lot of wrestling, but I watch old school wrestling. But So I, I'm not staying atop of the current product. But I saw someone had posted... See The Rock's return to SmackDown. It was on Instagram, and I just thought it was an old-school reel that was popping up because he's made many returns in the past. I didn't realize he was there on Friday. That's huge. Yeah, he uh, was on SmackDown. It was a huge surprise for the crowd. Um, where was he wrestling in? What city was that? Shoot. I don't remember. But he was there for Pat McAfee. He, had a, he was in a match? Yeah, it was in Denver. It was okay. in Denver. And, oh, that's why The Rock yeah, was at the game. Yeah, yeah. It didn't go well for, for Theory as he was introduced to... The most electrifying move in all of entertainment. The people's elbow. It doesn't matter (laughs) what it was. (laughs) Yes, it was a people's elbow. (laughs) By the way, wrestling right now is at at an all-time high when it comes to ratings and revenue and everything else. The WWE is on fire. The the numbers they haven't seen since like the 80s at the height of Hulkamania. It's crazy. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, I hear bits and pieces, but you know when The Rock is back. It's big. Mm -hmm. And you know he's bored because he's not working right now. So (laughs) wouldn't that be qualified as acting also? Oh, I don't think, yeah, because also the WWE has writers, but they're not SAG, they're not union writers. Because the WWE, they have a slew of writers. When the strike first started, people saying, is this going to affect wrestling? Wrestling, WWE has its own set of writers that are, not, that are not part of the union. So that's why the WWE continues to thrive. Oh, okay. So the, maybe they get the, the wrestling writers to write for the other shows. And Wouldn't stuff. that be great? <laughs> the talk, Jerry O'Connell comes out swinging a chair. Oh, my gosh. All of a sudden, you're watching, you know, uh, CSI and like the main character flips you over. And, <laughs> ah, you can't see me. <laughs> it doesn't matter who murdered him. Finally, this morning, it was raining money on Friday in Charlotte, North Carolina. An armored car was driving down a local road when it became disabled and the back door popped open. 
It sent $100,000 flying through the air. Naturally, people ran into the street grabbing the cash, but police have a warning for all the people who are out there grabbing the cash. They say there are plenty of CCTV's uh, cameras in the area, so they are identifying people who made the money grab, and if they don't turn it in, they're going to be arrested. Local business owners say that the event was complete pandemonium. Did you see the videos of that? No, I'd imagine being madness, though. Oh, my god! Just to collect all that cash. Well, and... So if you're a bystander and you just see cash flying in the air, is your isn't your instinct to grab some of it? Heck yeah, yeah. But then would you turn it in? I would. I, I, I part of me would think to keep it, but just because of that there's cameras, karma. It's the right thing to do. If there's a Wells Fargo truck driving down the street, your money's flying out of it. I am collecting it, and it's a, it's going to be very hard. But I but I would return the money. Okay. What if they say? We're really upset because there were no CCTV cameras in there in that area, so we cannot identify anyone. They're setting us up. They're testing us. I was still. It's It's a test. Yeah, it is a test. All right, let's do this. It's time to win. It's time for Pete Mercedes. So we want caller twenty. Our phone number seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. You're caller twenty. You get to play Pete Mercedes. Can you identify a song faster? Than the king. Faster than the queen of this game. You're unstoppable, Mercedes. What is the number we're at? $2,500? $2,500. Wow. $2,500 diamond pendant, courtesy of Michael E. Minden, Diamond Jewelers. You just have to guess the song faster than I can. Here's the thing. I couldn't guess the song last week, but I didn't lose because neither could my competitor. So here's how it works. Just get it faster than me. It's simple. You can do this. We want to give away this $2,500 diamond pendant, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Caller 20, you are playing Beat Mercedes right now. 702-364-9400. It is time for you to win a $2,500 diamond pendant, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. It is Minden Mondays, and that means it is time to play Beat Mercedes can you guess the song faster than I can? If so, that diamond pendant is yours. Hey, Kellyanne, good morning. Good morning. Are you ready to do this? How you feeling? Excited and nervous. Okay, well, let's channel that excitement to get you the dub. We want to. We want you to win. I want you to beat me. So I'm going to leave. Now, Steph is out sick today. JC... Are you going to come out there and yes, get me? Yes, as soon as we're okay. done, I'll put Kellyanne back on hold. Okay. I'll open the door and flag you back in the studio. Because Mercedes steps out, so she can't hear a thing. All right. So I'm out of here. All Good right. luck, Kellyanne. I hope you win. I'm out of here. Mercedes. Bye, guys. Okay, Mercedes is stepping away. All right, Kellyanne, here we go. Now, do you play along in the car every Monday when we do this? I do. And how do you, how do, you do? Usually pretty well. Last week, I had it in a second. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, so the next sound you hear will be the actual song. It will be the contest. We're going to start the contest here in a second. Soon as you know it, just shout out, I got it, I got it, I got it. I immediately stop the clock, and you got five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. We do go a max of 20 seconds. If you don't catch anything by 20 seconds, we stop the song automatically. Okay. All right, ready? And we start now. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Ah! You don't know it? 
No, I don't. Goo Goo Dolls. Ah. All right, hold on one second, Kellyanne. Let me get Mercedes. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, Kellyanne. Hold on. All right, I'm gonna put her on hold. I'm gonna grab Mercedes. Hold on one second, everyone. <laughs> All right, turn Mercedes' mic on. Scared me. You're standing right there. He comes out there and goes, "Yes!" <laughs> oh my gosh! Woo! I'm sorry. I'm all turned around in here. I'm all oh turned around in here. Okay. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I have a feeling this is a good thing. Okay. Uh, all right, Mercedes. Uh, I gotta focus here. Let me uh, hit uh, this okay. button here. Are you ready? I think so. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Oh um, my gosh! I'm nervous for you. All right, ready, Mercedes? Okay. This clock has been reset, and we start now. Got it. Yeah. Black Balloon by the Goo Goo Dolls? Now, Mercedes, you are correct with the song. Okay. You stopped the clock at 1.7 seconds. Okay. Goo Goo Dolls, Black Balloon, Kellyanne, she went... 22 seconds and didn't know it. So once oh. again. Wait, how'd she get 22 seconds? I gave her a couple extra seconds. I thought we stopped at 20 seconds. <laughs> I gave her a couple extra seconds. Oh, I'm sorry, Kellyanne. <laughs> the good news is that diamond pendant just got bigger. $2,600 wow. diamond pendant courtesy of Michael Even and Diamond Jewelers. Oh, man. She didn't know it at all. No, Any no. Any good guesses? No, no. She had nothing. I did, I did, here, and here's why it went 22 seconds because I had uh, asked Steph, I'm like, hey, let's do uh, Goo Goo Dolls Black Balloon. We decided on that. And she couldn't find it. So she sent me a message this morning saying it's going to be Goo Goo Dolls name. So when the song starts, on my mind, I'm like, is this Goo Goo Dolls? I'm trying to figure out the song as the contest is playing. That was Black Balloon, yeah, was Black wasn't Blue, it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, now you gave me yeah, a no, 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 no. Oh, She God. couldn't find it. And so and so she said it's going to be named. Steph's not here. The song starts. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Black Balloon. And then I'm second guessing myself as the song is playing. I'm like, or is it named? It's, it's Black so Balloon. So she changed it? Who's, she found it? Yeah, she found it. But the, oh, yeah. okay. And so. Oh, gosh, now you're giving me... No, you got it right. But in my mind, as it playing, I'm like, this is Black Balloon. She said she couldn't find it. She must have found it. Or is this name? No, it's Black Balloon. So JC would have lost at Beat Mercedes yeah. also today. <laughs> it went 22 seconds because that's how long it took me to figure out the song. But uh, uh, nice try, Kellyanne. And yeah, jackpot next week. $2,600 diamond pendant for Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. Now back to Mercedes in the Morning. Are you ready for it? On Mix 94.1. This whole um, MGM hack situation is crazy. And it's affecting a lot of people in more ways than one. I just saw a TikTok last night where someone who, they disguised their voice. Uh And they gave their whole, like, take, like, they're an insider. And they're like, it's going to get way worse before it gets better. And... They're creating all these back doors. And have you uh, experienced anything with this hack? We were down, uh, Laura and I were down at the uh, New York, New York on Saturday night. We saw Mad Apple. And we got down there and we're kind of we're running a little bit late. So I'm like, we have to valet park just to get in there really fast. And there was a UFC fight. So it was kind of crazy down in that area. And we pulled in and, and I'm, I'm going to park my car and I pull into valet. And at that point, I see valet is 40 bucks. I'm like, oh my gosh, $40 to park my car. This is nuts, but we got to get in there. So I gave the valet guy my car. We went inside and we, we ordered some drinks and stuff. And I asked the guy, this is one, the first time I noticed a situation with a hack. I asked the guy for a receipt and he said, I can't give you one. I'm like, you can't give me a copy of the receipt. He goes, no, because of the hack. We can't reprint receipts right now. I'm like, oh, I totally forgot about it. 
So we go to leave. I go to get my car, and I walk up to the valet uh, attendant, and they got the sign, $40. Scan your credit card here, pay here. Scanners were down. So valet was free. Oh, sweet. Score. Oh, my gosh. My friend went to an Aces game, and she said that she didn't have to pay for parking. Yeah. Because of the same thing. But this, the thing is, though, the sign was still up. It's still it's pulling in. The sign's everywhere. Valet parking, $40. When I was parking my car, the guy didn't say anything about the scanners being down, credit card oh. machines being down. Because I think one, maybe if they, everyone knew valet was free, you'd get more cars going in there on a Saturday night. But it was when I go to pay, I'm like, wait. Scanners are down. They're not scanning. And then I see the guy getting the keys and handing them to people. We're, we're pulling the cars up. So because of the hack, valet parking was free. Does anyone work at one of the properties? And you can remain anonymous. Um, just what has it been like for you? I got to imagine it's been really tough. Um, just people probably are not happy. And you already are in the customer service industry. So you're going to have that element of people already. But throw on top that they can't get into their rooms or they can't get receipts or they can't even check in. What what has it been like? 702-364-9400. I stay far away from the strip this weekend, but just seeing people post about it and what's going on. I have a friend that works um, for MGM Resorts and she's like, I just got access to my email last week. It's been crazy. She hasn't, she's had to use her own personal email, but then she's worried that that created a backdoor to her personal, mm -hmm. you know, because these hackers, they are so, so smart. And they, as soon as they patch up one thing, then another thing opens up. It's craziness. Are you watching the new season of the morning show? Yes. Did you see, and no spoilers, because it's in the trailer and everything. There's there's a hack that happens yeah. in one of the episodes. And, yeah. and watching, we watched that episode last night, and just seeing some of the stuff they have to do. Like you mentioned, Mercedes, some of the employees, you know, it's, it's a TV show, but still, it's, it mimics real life. And the, and the employees are having to turn in their cell phones because their cell phones are connected to the Wi-Fi. And then someone logs onto the system from their house. Now their home computer's compromised. You just see how much stuff gets compromised from one hack. It's it's really quite scary if you think about it. Um, hey, good morning. Who is this? Or do you want to remain anonymous? <laughs> uh, Miguel. Hey, Miguel. What's going on? What do you think? Um, I work for the for the Bellagio. I'm a I'm a cook in one of the high end kitchens, and we just got told that our overtime and our holiday is not going to be on this paycheck. It will be on some next paycheck because of the whole hack thing. Oh, oh, now man. it's affecting your pay. Yeah. Oh, and I know that a lot of people were worried that they were not going to get paid this week. You did get paid, but you just, you're not going to get your overtime. Yeah, we're not going to get our overtime or our pay holidays until next pay period. That's if you guys already know uh, what you guys get in your checks, so if you guys notice anything different, let us know there's going to be somebody uh, on property from... Uh, payroll and stuff like that so man i am so sorry about that that's now we're now it's affecting people's livelihoods mm -hmm. and and being able to pay their bills especially you're depending on that money and now you have to wait longer on that and be like are you gonna also pay for my late fees yeah and everything <laughs> else that, yeah you know? you're just you're depending on that bonus to come through mm -hmm. that's tough miguel thanks for sharing your story it's mix 94.1 question you never want to be like that person but sometimes you feel like if you're not that person you're a bad person let me explain let's say let's say you're um let's say you're friends with your next door neighbor good friends 
and they have a teen, a teen, and they go out of town, and the teen has a big party. Are you gonna tell? Are you gonna tell on him? <laughs> um, no, I was it was it out of hand? Please call it something. No, I'm not gonna tell. You're not gonna tell that you're. They're like really good friends of yours. You're not gonna tell them. It's hard for me to say my neighbor. If, okay, let's say it's, it's my buddy that I'm really, really close with. We're not neighbors. But I drive by his house, and I see there's a party. Yeah. Okay. I will tell him. You will tell him? Yeah. I have to put it in context. If it's my neighbor, and if, even though like we're a good friend's neighbor, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, but if it's like a really close friend, for Mercedes, I drive by your house. Yeah, I know you're out of town. I see Brooklyn having a party. I'm going to give you a heads up. You, well, thank you yes, for I'm that. Tell I appreciate you. Yeah. that. Neighbor, oh. no. Friend, yes. Okay, so then this is where I'm torn because... Uh, it's not a neighbor, and it's not a friend. This weekend, I saw a, a kid that used to be friends with one of my kids. They're not friends anymore. They don't even go to the same school. But I saw them. I saw them vaping. And it was at a public place, but they were trying to, to be hidden. It was by like a parking structure that I was walking through. And I turned and I saw and made literal direct eye contact. And their eyes were like, because <gasps> they, they recognized me. Mm-hmm. I recognized them. And I, I kind of looked for a second. And then I like, I didn't know what to do. And I just turned and I kept walking. But I know their mom from a couple years ago. And I still have mom's phone number. So what, as a parent, would you want to know, would you call, what would you do in that situation? 702-364-9400. I, I feel like I've, I've been in this situation a couple of times where I've seen kids doing that. And then I'm always like, what do I do? And I never tell, but part of me feels like, cause this has happened before and I'm like, man, still they're doing this. I don't know what to do. If it was a close friend of your daughter's and you were very close with the mom, would you tell? If I was very close with the mom? Or, was it, or someone that was still in, in Brooklyn's world. It's still in your daughter's world. She's friends with this girl. You know the mom. You're friendly. Would you tell? <sighs> yes, I probably would. See, all, my instincts are to tell. My instincts are to tell right now but the one thing holding me back is that they don't even like hang out anymore Mm -hmm. i haven't been in contact with this mom in a couple of years what would you guys do 702-364-9400 call us up tell us what you think like if they were currently friends i would probably say something but they don't even go to the same school anymore then don't then don't Don't. say anything are you thinking about doing it well like how would that look if i Hi, haven't talked to you in a couple of years. Haven't even seen you in a couple of years, but I saw your child vaping. Well, would like, you want? Would you want to hear it? Flip it. Would you want to hear it? Because would, I think it's because you're a mom. It's a different thing when you have kids. I'm trying to put myself as a kid. I hard would want to hear it. You would want to hear yes. it, right? You even text if I my... hadn't heard from them in a couple of years, mm-hmm. I would still want to hear. What do you? But guys I say, th- don't do it though. But you still, it's, I you really? If, you... if it's if if I see Brooklyn vaping, I'm gonna tell you 100. percent Jorge used to work here in the building. He's got a young daughter. I'm kind of, I know what she looks like. I see her out in public vaping. I'm not texting Jorge to tell him his daughter's vaping. You're not. No, because no. I'm not in his world anymore. I'm not involved in his world anymore. Bryn, good morning. What do you think? Hi, good morning. Um, so I always look at it as if I would want another parent to tell me. 
if my kid was doing something. And so I would definitely message that mom. And I would just say something like, you know, I know we haven't talked in a long time, uh, but I came across so-and-so and saw that they were vaping and felt like as a mom, I wanted to share that information. And then from there, however they choose to take that information, then then that's to them. But then at least you know you did your part. Yeah, I I mean, that's what my gut tells me to do. But then the other part of me is like, girl, you have not, your friend's not, even, your kid's not even friends with this girl anymore. Like, who knows? You know, maybe she has her mom's permission to, I doubt it, but. Did, did you tell Brooklyn? No, actually, I didn't even tell her. Like, hey, I you're purposely ag- waited till I knew she was in school. Smart. <laughs> so smart. It's an interesting situation. Keep us posted on what you do. Someone what? just texted saying, uh, my best friend stepson posted a weed pipe on Snapchat. One day when he was supposed to be in school, you better believe I called her right away. Everyone's telling me to do it, even though I don't even talk to them anymore. Well, they oh. just posted a picture of a pipe. It wasn't them smoking it. And they told the parent? Yeah. Oh, wow. Then based on that one, you need to tell this parent. I say don't do it, though. Oh, Because then the, the kid's going to be mad at you. Oh, well, I don't even care, we honestly. The, you. the kid already doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> like, part of me is, like, even more incentive to do it. <laughs> totally snitch on the kid, then. You ready? Alicia. Yes. You're caller 20. a blast you can only win your way in we're talking about the odyssey downtown soundhouse at inspire nightclub and lounge happening this friday through sunday you've got passes for all three days and we're talking like surprise artist interviews performances so much more you are in for free congratulations Thank you so much. I can't wait. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Alicia. Hold on one second. We've got these tickets all morning long. Your pair of passes to the Soundhouse coming up at 940. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. If you ever are talking to your wife and you're like, I really wish we would have had kids. Remember this story, okay? Mm-hmm. What do we got? The cost of raising a child is getting more expensive every year with new research showing it costs an average of $237,482 from birth to 18. Over $237,000 a year. Kids listen. Not a year, not a year. For the for the whole 18 years. But kids listening, turn to your parents and say thank you. Thank you for providing for me. They're paying $200,000 for you right oh, now. Oh my goodness. It finds the average annual cost increased nearly 20% from 2016 to 2021. So they're saying annual expenses are about $21,000. And these only amount to the bare bones expenses like food, housing, Child care, clothes, transportation. This is not including like school, uh, like college, or if you they go to a private school, you have to pay or activities. Do they play a sport? And you have, that that is not included. It will go up way more than that. Man, looking back as a kid, I get, I just didn't appreciate it. Coming home every day from school, there's always a snack waiting. Going out and play with my friends. Then you come in and dinner's waiting for you. Hot meal every night. It's just that was how it was. I know. You know? It was just a given. So what's for dinner tonight? Oh, I'm making this kind of chicken. Oh, chicken again. Come on, JC. Your mom's making you chicken tonight. It costs a lot. to, And it takes a lot of effort. It but, does. You know, you know, you get what you pay for. Right?
That's right. Some, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but then in return, you have loving children who will eventually start to give back to you, and the joy that comes with them is, must just be, you can't put a price tag Some, on that. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> uh, on the heels of the Drew Barrymore show shutting down on production, two other shows have now followed the talk. And the Jennifer Hudson show, they quickly decided to return to production after Drew Barrymore's show made their announcement last week. But the backlash for all these shows was so, like, swift and harsh. Now all three have shut down again until the Writers Guild of America strike is over. Uh, Hudson's show calls it a delay. The WGA and the studios go back to the bargaining table this week. Yeah, Drew Barrymore posted an apology for just, you know, she wasn't thinking right or whatever. And she was very emotional in her apology. So she did a complete 180. She was the first one like two weeks ago to say, we're coming back. And then she's got so much heat. Rosie O'Donnell came on, like, really down on her. And uh, she apologized. And it's not coming back now. Well, she was like, that. you know, she wanted to do something for people. And hopefully her show could be a beacon of hope and light and blah, blah, blah. And then people were responding like, you're not that important. They're going to be okay without the Drew Barrymore show in your life. But they're trying to prove a point. And she was totally, like, dismissing it, which I get. I mean, they're on strike. But to her credit, like her her show, like they passed all the criteria to not go against the strike. I never watched. Did you say they do a lot of lifestyle and, and personal interest stories, human interest stories on the show? She didn't. She doesn't have a lot of celebrities on the show, does she? I have no idea. I've never watched. Oh, I thought you watched life. it. No, I thought you were <laughs> I've never watched the show. I've never I watched you, it. I'm just you, telling you what I read. I have no clue. I thought you DVR'd it and watched it every night. No, oh, absolutely it's not. The other Mercedes in my life. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, this morning, uh, Sotheby's they just wrapped up the auction of uh, late Queen frontman Freddie Mercury. His personal items were on the block, and it was a huge success. There were 1,400 items there, and it, it brought in. $50.4 million. Dang. I mean, $50.4 million. That's crazy. So some of the biggest items that were up for bid were, I didn't know he had one of these, a, a Tiffany mustache comb. <laughs> hey, his mustache was, was, I mean, iconic. So yeah. you, you need the best comb and comb in that thing. It went for $189,000. They thought it was just going to go for $700. It went for $189,000. Uh, the 13-page Bohemian Rhapsody handwritten lyrics with the working title Mongolian Rhapsody that included alternate lines and lyrics, that was one for $1.7 million. And then just all together... Altogether, nearly 42,000 bids were placed. He left his possessions to his first love and friend, Mary Austin, who decided to part with them so that the world could enjoy the things as much as he did. And a lot of the proceeds are going to go to charities. If you could have any one item from rock history, it could be something from BTS. It could be from Alanis. What would be that one item that you would want to have? Ooh, from rock history. Or music history in general. Uh, gosh, I don't know. What would you pick? Um... I think I would go with Bono's sunglasses from uh, the Octoon era. He wore these black sunglasses. I would go with those sunglasses. D th those specific ones? Yeah, Do you know where glasses. they are right now? Hopefully in his possession. Um, but I don't. I don't know who has them. But yeah, he wore these specific glasses. I think it would be a cool piece of music history I have. Or something from the Beatles. Like the piano that John Lennon used when he wrote Imagine. Like my first instinct was uh, something from Elvis. Even though, like, I mean, I don't know what I would do with it, but um, I just feel like that would be something that would be worth a lot. Yeah, I th I'd take his house, Graceland. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one item I want. Very smart. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the... 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Last week, we talked about how TikTok was being overrun by uh, women asking the men in their life how often they think about the Roman Empire and how a lot of them think about it a lot more often than any of us ever thought. And I, I see it's like blowing up now. I'm like, we talked about that last week. I felt we were so ahead of the curve. You yeah. brought that to the show early last week. And, and you asked me, I, I'd never think of the Roman Empire, maybe six months ago. But people started calling up. There are some guys that don't think of it, other guys that do. And then it was, yeah, Friday afternoon, maybe Friday morning. Everyone was all over every single news station, all over the place. Everyone was doing that same question. And, uh, like, what I'm seeing is the average seems to be, like, once a month. My husband said he thinks about it when he goes to Caesars because, well, it's Caesars Palace. Mm -hmm. and uh, But he wasn't, like, some guys think about it every day, some once a week. I was just really surprised about that. Uh, can we flip it, though? So that's if, if everyone's asking guys, what's the, what do you, you know, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Like, what would it be for ladies? Like, how often do you think about Barbie? We're giving you a copy of Barbie coming up this hour. How often do you think about Barbies? Barbies never, JC, never. Plus, well, like Roman Empire, I never think of the Roman Empire. But maybe there are ladies out there that say, I think about Barbies daily. I don't think you can compare those. Like, what's the thing that ladies think about almost every day? What is the thing? 702-364-9400. I have two of them, and I, I'm willing to bet that my sisters out there will support me at 702-364-9400. Number one, we think about exit strategies all the time. How are we going to get out of a place? What is the quickest exit? If there's a fire, how do I get out of here, get my family out quickly? Uh, whenever I walk into a place, the first thing I do is analyze where's the exit. I think a lot of us think about exit strategies. And number two, and this may sound bad, but getting kidnapped, not getting kidnapped when like you're in public and like, I am always like looking around. Nope. Any, anyone around me? I, am I right? Do we not think about exit strategies and getting kidnapped all the time? That's our Roman empire. That is my opinion. And I'm willing to bet a lot of women will, would agree with me. What is it for you? 702 364 9400 what is what is your roman empire uh let's talk to angelica angelica good morning angelica yes hey what is it for you uh for me it's the patriarchy the patriarchy girl okay put that on there that is on the list list. yes see there's these random things out there justice of it all and how they the the guys get the special treatment there is the patriarchy there angelica you know what's so funny is the the kidnapping laura mentioned that to me once she said every time i go out there i go running i go walking it's constantly on your mind. I don't know about what was the first one of the exit strategies, but I've heard her say the kidnap thing. It's like the movie Taken. You're always thinking about it. Any other women out there think about getting kidnapping? Getting kidnapped? No, I mean, like how to prevent it, or yeah. not to put yourself in a situation like that. Hey, good morning, Mix. Who is this? Hey, Jay. Hey, what do you what do you think about all the time? 
I am so with Mercedes everywhere I go, especially when I have my kids with me. I am looking for exits just in case anything happens. I know how to get them out safely. Yeah. The first thing you do when you walk into a place, I'm always like looking, okay, if something were to happen, how am I getting out of this room? Now, <laughs> it's crazy. Yes. Every time I, it doesn't matter where I'm at, even if it's a store that I constantly go to, I'm looking at exits. I'm looking at how many people is around, who I need to get in between to make sure that me and my kids get out safely. I am so with Mercedes on that. When you go to a restaurant, do you like to sit with your back against the wall looking out at the restaurant, or do you, are you comfortable sitting in it anyway? I like to be able to see, see what's, what's happening. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also, uh, do you think about this one, too? When you're on an airplane, do you, do you size up the other passengers and decide who's going to be your go-to person in case of an emergency? Like, who's the air marshal on the plane? I'm always like, that guy right there. I'm going to team up with him. He's the one. It's been a while since I've been on the airplane, but definitely when I'm at a restaurant, my back is against the wall. Um, so then that way I can see what's coming towards us. Mm-hmm. Always, We're always in that alert mode. That protective mode. The only time I like really relax and I'm not in that mode is if like my husband's with me, then mm-hmm. I kind of a little bit. But other than that, exits and kidnapping. That's our Roman Empire, guys. <laughs> we should make a restaurant where everyone just sits with their back against the wall. Like yeah, the, the pictures of that Jesus and the apostles. Everyone's looking at the camera. They Maybe they're all paranoid. They had to have their back against the wall. Look out, see what was coming. And then in the middle of there, what do we have? Like a Roman statue for the guys, <laughs> the guys to, look at. to look at. Yeah, exactly. People tell you that you look like your mom a lot, right? Oh my gosh, all the time. Yeah, I get that all the time. Does it bother you? Just not that you don't want to look like your mom because your mom is absolutely drop dead gorgeous but that you're a man and she's a woman does that make you feel like oh they're saying i look feminine because i look like my mom it does not no it it does not and, and it never has either because I've, I've been getting it my entire life um like it started when i was like a late teenager is when i started getting it 20s 30s people say all the time you too could be you know you look just like your mom oh my gosh have longer hair you could be your mom i'm like okay Thank you, because my mom looks like my uncles, and I, so I've, I've seen like my mom form in male form when it comes to like my uncles. Yeah. So when they say that, I also think they're telling me I look like my uncles, and uh, they're good-looking guys. So I take that as a compliment. So when I was younger, people would tell me I look like my dad all the time, all the time. And as a girl, I wanted to look like my mom, like she was feminine and just really beautiful. And my dad is this big, like muscular guy, and for you know a teenage girl to be told. Oh, you look like that big muscular guy. Like, it was not what I wanted to hear. I was always like, <sighs> and I was like, why can't I look like my mom? Why can't? And, but now as I'm older, I like, I love when people tell me that, like, I can really see your dad in you. Like, that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really appreciate it. The reason I brought this whole thing up and, and how do you feel when, when you get told you look like, uh, if if you have opposite sex parent, which what makes you feel like? Did it make you feel weird as a kid, and is different as you're older, or where do you stand on that? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. There was this there was a um, this TikTok that showed this guy dressing up as his mom so he could use her ID. Did you see that? No. It's so funny. It's so funny. He puts on like their face looks exactly the same. So he put on a wig did makeup and he wanted to see if he could pass 
her, you know, the ID check using her IDs. And the it, it's so funny because they started doing it like at different places. They go to restaurants and midway through the meal, they'd switch spots and people were kind of confused. But he does look like her when he gets, when he gets <laughs> dressed up. But guys, does it make you feel emasculated when someone says, hey, you look like you look like your mom? It used to bother me when someone called the house and, the, and I would pick up the phone as a kid or a teen. You know, Hello. Oh, hi, uh, Mrs. Fernandez. Is uh, is your husband there or something? Or I'm like, wait, no, this is not Mrs. Fernandez. This is JC. Yeah, that's the voice thing. Yeah, that would get me. Um, it's funny because my wife and her brother, their face, spinning image of each other. It's eerie. It's eerie. Now, her brother has you know, more hair and some more, little more masculine tweaks to it. But if you were to shave both their heads and put their faces next to each other, they could be identical twins. And Laura points that out a lot. And sometimes I'll, I'll be with her brother and I'll look at his face. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. That that's I'm looking at Laura, but with different hair and masculine features on his body, and I don't want to think about it too much because I don't want that image of like a brother to pop up in my head when intimacy is involved. Do you find yourself oddly attracted to him at times? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, like, wow, you're if, kind of hot. <laughs> if you put a wig on, <laughs> it's it's weird when when like family members look so similar to each other. Would you be able to handle having a twin sister? And, and for twins, is that, I mean, you, that's just your norm. You're used to that. You grew up that way, having a spinning image of yourself. But I think about that sometimes. And would I be freaked out? Like, I'm in a room, and all of a sudden, I come walking into the room, like, whoa, there I am. Well, my sister, she's younger than I am. But we we look very much alike, very similar. And people mistake us all the time. And I think it annoys her because she's younger than me. and She doesn't <laughs> like it, but I love it. And I told you about this at one time. We were at my mom's house. It was for one of the holidays, we're just hanging out, and my mom, my mom was there, uh, my brothers, my sister, her husband, Matt, the girls, and I'm standing in the kitchen, and I'm drinking something, and then all of a sudden, someone's rubbing my shoulders, and at first, I didn't really think anything of it. I figured it was Matt, but then I see Matt sitting on the couch. I'm like, who is rubbing my shoulders right now? <laughs> and I turn around and look, and it's her husband. It's Andrew? And he looks at me and goes, oh, my God, I thought you were your sister. And I'm like, okay. And I like didn't want to make it weird, but it was so weird. And we were so weird for, like, months after that because he was rubbing them, like, kind of seductively. Sure, I thought like, it was his wife. But I didn't want to flip out because, you know, I didn't want to cause a scene. And, yeah, it, it, was, it was a weird situation. <laughs> with us for a very long time andrew's all apologizing i'm sorry mercedes don't be i i definitely was i was weirded out by it it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix 94.1 Brittany, you are caller 20 you ready to play heads up i'm ready let's do it we have a digital download for the barbie movie for you courtesy of warner brothers you just need to pick a category do you want to go with autumn Engagement, newborn, on the farm, or meow? Um, I'll do newborn. Newborn it is. September is baby safety month. These are all things that are associated with babies, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'll pick JC. All right. All right, Brittany, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win, and we start now. Wait, 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 hold on. I'm not ready. Right. Oh, we're, ready. Right. we're ready. Uh, and we start now. Okay, they drink out of this. Bottle. Yes. They, they, you change these, they poop and pee in them. Diapers. Yes. 
When the woman is about to have the child, she goes into... Labor. Yes. This little thing has a baby. They hold and they shake it. It's called a... Rattle? Yes. Um, they sit at this at the table. High chair? Yes. And then they sleep in this. Crib? Yes! yes! You got it! Congratulations, you guys! I mean, you were two for two today, JC. I, I sense a shift coming on here. I think we're going to start seeing a little more of JC playing. The fall season, the I arrival like of JC. I like it. The cooler weather here. Uh, hey, Brittany, congratulations. You're all set with that digital download of Barbie, and we've got this movie for you all week long when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. And then coming up next hour, 940, tickets to the Odyssey Soundhouse. Did you go see Flo Rida when he was over at the M Resort? This oh, he weekend? was this weekend at the, yeah. uh, the Pavilion. I did not see Flo Rida this weekend. But I he's didn't here. either. I really wanted to, though. I wanted to, to go just to tell him my daughter's one of the first songs she could sing on her own was that song, Low, by you. <laughs> Wait, out of all the songs out there, and where did she hear that from? From Mix 94.1, from, 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 from Mom? I, I loved that song. Okay, so the song comes out in 2007. Love that song. I mean, who did not love that song? We were all singing it. And I remember my daughter, she was just like three years old, and she she didn't want to sing, you know, all, all the little kitty songs. She wanted to sing Flo Rida. So we would always have to play Flo Rida for her in the car. And she's three years old singing apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur, the whole t town looking at her. And I look back at the time, I thought it was adorable. But now I look back, I'm like, maybe not like the best choice. I mean, it wasn't that bad. But it, did anyone else do that where, like, your kid loved a song that probably wasn't appropriate for them at their age? Or maybe you loved a song and you would sing it and you didn't really know the meaning of it until much later. What was it? 702-364-9400. I had a three-year-old telling Shorty to get low, 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 low. I mean, she she loved that song. We would have to listen to it over and over and over again. We loved, uh, my sister was a huge Prince fan growing up. And so I, by default, would, you know, knew a lot about Prince growing up and everything. And we weren't allowed to watch certain uh, What's the, we couldn't see Purple Rain because it was too, uh, you know, it's too risque. But this song was a huge hit. And there's certain lyrics and lines in that song. I just thought the song was a sing about a really cool Corvette. But there's that line in there talking about a, a pocket full of Trojans, a oh couple other gosh. things. And as a kid, you don't know what he's talking about. You're just, it's a cool song until you get older and see the lyrics and kind of put two and two together and decipher the song. Okay, so true confession right now. Yeah. What's a song that you or your kid had no business singing at your age? 702-364-9400. I've never looked at the lyrics to that song. It's I thought it was just like about a car. So now let 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 me go through these lyrics mm -hmm. and see here. I'm like, okay, um I guess I should have known cuz you had a pocket full of horses. That's the Trojan? Is that what that yeah. is? Oh, Trojan. Horse. Oh, Trojan and some of them. You, right? What? Yeah, exactly. What the? Okay. Um, I guess I should have closed my... You took me, drove me to a place where... You, oh, my gosh. I've never looked at the lyrics to this song. It's so... Whoa. You got... Slow, moving too fast. 
need a need to find a love that's gonna last. Is this a what about a one night stand? I think so. It's about mm. a one night stand. I thought it was about a really cool Corvette. Uh, it's a great song, but there's you know little JC. Hey, I got a pocket full of horses. You like to ride horses, don't you, sis? Jasmine, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what is the song that you had no business singing as a kid, or maybe it was your kid? My four-year-old daughter loves singing Barbie. Oh, the Nicki Minaj version? No, the older version. Oh, Barbie Girl. Oh, Aqua. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's cute. I'm trying to think of, like... It's cute, it's that beat, but uh, when you listen to the lyrics... Is it yeah. dirty? Kiss me here, touch me there, hanky panky. <laughs> yeah, the XPG is not appropriate. Uh, Jasmine, I, I no one's judging you here on that at all. Thank you so yeah, much for calling. Yeah, little kid singing that out of the blue. I can see that. Okay. Ashley, good morning. Oh, hold on. There we go. Oh, there you are, Ashley. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What is the song that a kid had no business singing? I remember very vividly. Um, being in elementary school, driving in our minivan, and listening to Shaggy, was it me? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. My kids sang the same song. And I did, every time I cringe. Oh, my gosh. My uh, mom and dad would drive around, and any time like, they would say, was it me? They'd point to the back seat, and me and my sisters would yell it. Okay, let's try it. Because you caught me on the counter. Wasn't me. Probably banging on the sofa. Wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. Wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. Wasn't me. <laughs> it's time for the hot three on Mix 94.1. We finally have a date for the opening of the brand new Fountain Blue Hotel and Casino. They announced this morning that it will open officially on Wednesday, December 13th. This is all pending regulatory approvals. They say for almost 70 years, the Fountain Blue brand has challenged boundaries and expectations. With Fountain Blue Las Vegas, we have transcended aspiration and set the stage for a new era of luxury hospitality. And then Justin Timberlake, rumored to be playing the opening night, and then Post Malone on New Year's Eve, they're coming in with a bang. Yeah, I mean, none of that has been confirmed, of course, but they're just rumors. rumors. So that mm-hmm. would, yeah, that that would be that would be pretty great. So yeah, finally we can put that date on the calendar, December thirteenth, on that one. And what a long, uh, strange history too, when it was being built, and then the market crash, and it just sat there for years, and everyone, what's going to happen with it? What's going to happen with it? And then they're like, we're building it. And here we are at that date. That's really cool to see it happen. I know. I'm, I'm glad. Do you remember when they put the curtain over it? <laughs> Did they really? There was a curtain over it that made it look like a building because it was all in. Was that just me or was that real? Like, did I dream that? The Venetian I, has one. The Pal- Palazzo has one. I Venetian remember has that one. one yeah. but I, I swear the Fountain Blue had this curtain too that forever because it was just standing there. Yeah, it was, it was like, vacant. What's going to happen? And it looks amazing now i drive past it a couple of times a week and wow it looks so good now so it's gonna it's gonna open officially on december 13th also this morning uh i don't know if you saw this story i guess i guess we all gotta always be on high alert when it comes to our stuff because you never know who could be going through it a couple of tsa agents were caught going above and beyond what was required of them after surveillance footage caught them allegedly stealing at least 600 bucks in cash, along with other items from unsuspecting travelers at Miami International Airport. They uh, were caught on camera 
going through passengers' bags while they lined up to go through the x-ray machine. They've been arrested. Um, I guess this was not a one-time deal. This was something that they did commonly. I always get so nervous going through there with my stuff, especially if I have a carry-on. I just don't want them to take anything away from me. And it's happened before. <laughs> lotion? and where, where does it all go? If you have that bottle of lotion or something that's too big or that one random item that they can't deem that you can't bring it on the plane, where is it? does it go to lost and found? Do they put it somewhere where you can come reclaim it? It's like, oh, I'll be back in town on Monday. I'm leaving Friday. Can you put my lotion in the holding area so you can come get it? Where does everything go? I know. that I, I've had, like, entire bottles of lotion just taken away brand new. Um, and it's so... It's so frustrating, but sometimes I, I get confused as what constitutes as a liquid. Like I've had, I've had like creams and they take it. And I'm like, like a body lotion cream yeah, or face cream? Yeah, it's a cream. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that. I didn't think that was a liquid. They're like, it's a liquid or something that's like a gel. And like, I remember I had this, these eye patches and they came in this gel stuff and they took my eye patches cause they were in a gel. I'm like. But they're eye patches, mm-hmm. and they're like, doesn't matter, they're in a gel. And they took it away from me. It was so sad. <sighs> I paid so much for those. What's the rule to flight attendants and pilots? Can you go through and bring liquids? Because we were, we were coming back from Baltimore. It was in the past year. There was a flight attendant in front of us. I forget the airline, but she was dressed up. But she had a badge and everything. And she had a big, big bottle, like the big kind of Essentia water, big just water jug. And she goes right through it. I'm like, hey. Do they have different kinds of clearance where they can bring their water through TSA? Probably, I'm guessing. I mean, don't you don't want them to have your flight attendant be dehydrated? Not at all. No. I want them to have their lotions too. You Wouldn't also be very don't happy. want them to have to buy a ten dollar bottle of water when they get through the gate. That's the worst. You have that water. You got to chuck it. Like ah, and then you go through, and there's a stand. Then it's ten bucks or something like that for a bottle of water. It's nuts. That's you should buy a Stanley, you know, and take it through empty, and then fill it up inside. Do they check it to see if it is empty? Oh, yeah, they, they definitely do. check yeah. it. Like, if, if you have a Stanley or a Hydro Flask or whatever, you, you got to empty it beforehand. But then after you get through, fill it right up. We have filling stations and stuff? Um, Some airports do. Um, Otherwise, I think you're on your own, kid. <laughs> 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 but then you can buy that $10 bottle of water and then put it in there. Isn't that, I, that always makes me laugh because I see it all the time when people have, like, their Hydro Flask or whatever. But then they go and they buy the bottle of water and put it in their <laughs> Hydro Flask. I'm like, well, hey, you want to keep it cold. I understand. Yeah. So, uh, finally, this morning, if uh, customers at MGM's uh, need to de-stress after this major cyber attack, uh, you can actually go and seek refuge at Larry Flint's Hustler Club because they're inviting frustrated tourists to seek refuge there. The club has been offering weary travelers special perks, including free airport pickup, luggage storage, complimentary $1,200 VIP memberships, and free lap dances. The club says all guests had to do was show their IDs, proving that they're at least 21, and then show proof of a valid MGM hotel reservation. The offer was good all weekend long. Did anybody take them up on it? You get your free lap dances? Because, hey, I mean, dealing with this cyber attack is tough. Sometimes you just need to go and and chill for a little bit. Some people are waiting in line three hours to check in. Once you get checked in, go have a little fun. Or just... Find a placeholder. Tell the person, hey, will you check in for me? I'm what go- a great gig. I'm going to the Hustler Club. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Mom, where are you guys going? You just wait in line. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs>
It is about that time to be the judge. It is time for Jerk or Justified. If you ever have a situation you want us to throw on here for Jerk or Justified, all you got to do is email us. You can do that through our website at mix941.fm. So what do we have for today? Sandy reached out to us. Hi, Mercedes and JC. I need some clarity slash advice from you and your listeners. Can you tell me if I was a jerk? My son Connor had a play date a couple weekends ago with his girl friend who loves Star Wars, a Chuck E. Cheese. Just so you know, it's two separate words and friends friend is all caps. It's like, yeah, caps. So it's not a girlfriend, it's a girl friend. Friend. A friend who is a girl. Because I think that is important. For That's this. key, yes, yeah. that is key. So they're both eight years old. Uh, Sandy writes, I brought along two items to give to her a pair of brand new Star Wars themed PJs as my mom bought them for Connor, not realizing they were girls, and a new Darth Vader toothbrush that Connor saw in the store earlier that day and asked for me to buy for her since we were meeting for a play date that afternoon. I explained all of this as I offered the items to her dad at Chuck E. Cheese. The other day at CVS, I noticed Star Wars candy on sale, so I picked one up for this little girl. Connor gave it to her last Friday after school, and she loved it. Here is the situation. I just received an email from her mother telling me they, mom and dad, were uncomfortable with her receiving gifts from my son for no reason. I am floored. I don't know if I'm being sensitive or not, but I am mad. What are your thoughts? Are we jerks for giving this kid a gift? Signed, Sandy. 702-364-9400 is our number. Are they jerks or are they justified? What do you think? I think I don't see what the issue is here. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving. That's his friend. Yeah, she's a girl, but they hang out. Maybe they hang out all the time. They do play dates together. She likes Star Wars. It's an innocent thing. The, the boy give. Hey, here, my mom and I got this for you. Here you go. Enjoy it. And now are these parents instilling something in this girl? I don't know. I, I just don't see anything wrong with the situation. I don't think Sandy is a jerk. I think what, giving the kid candy as a gift is justified. I, uh... I don't, I think that they're doing a nice thing and I don't think there's any malintent here, but mm. just on the other side of it, you never know other people's reasons. And if if they say that they're uncomfortable about situation, you have to think about, okay, what is it making that they're uncomfortable about? Maybe they feel like this is one of those things where, oh, now we're going to have to bring gifts to them. Maybe they feel uncomfortable because they can't afford these things. And now someone else is buying them for them. Like, are you looking at us like, oh, since you can't afford it here, maybe she has brothers and sisters. And when she comes home with all this stuff, it creates a gigantic issue and a fight because she has this and the brothers and sisters don't. Maybe those are some of the reasons that they could be uncomfortable with it. Um, at the end of the day, I think that they were just doing something super kind and sweet. But you do have to... You have to listen to people and say, hey, maybe it has nothing to do with me. There could be an issue that we just don't know about. True. That's, I mean, think of it. It's a fantastic point. Would you stop then buying the gifts? Would you, I, would you stop with other kids? Okay, may, you know, respect the parents' wishes. They don't want any gifts. Totally respect that. If that's your thing and, and Connor wanted to, oh, this, uh, Tommy's my friend and Tommy loves whatever. Would you, and, and would you buy something for other kids or kind of scale back then? No, I think I would still do it. But... I, I actually respect the fact that they came to me and said that instead of me continuing to make them uncomfortable. You know, mm -hmm. and now there's going to be some awkwardness there for sure, at least for a little while. And it may wear off. But 
I don't know. That's just my thoughts. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Brandy says, I think there is nothing wrong with what you did. Maybe explain your son knows how much she loves Star Wars and saw these things and thought she would like them. They are jerks. Um, Melissa says, don't take it personally. You meant to be nice and it made them uncomfortable, but don't take it personal. Uh, same thing I said. They may not be able to afford gifts for your son of the same caliber, so it could be a money thing. Uh, on our text line, stop overthinking it and just respect the parents' wishes. It seriously doesn't have to go any further than that. How arrogant are you that you think you deserve an explanation as to why they feel this way? I think maybe she just wants to know because if it's an offensive thing, she doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But she says she was really mad about it. Uh, this one says... Her parents are the jerks. Uh, yes, they are jerks. You don't give other kids gifts. Wait, then who's the jerks? She is the jerk or they're the jerks? Lots of jerks happening here. Did you ever have that one friend that kind of spoiled you with stuff? Like they maybe they got you for your birthday really cool gifts or when you went to their hangout with them, they were the ones that take you out to dinner or you did all kinds of cool things with them. Did you ever have that friend growing up? Uh, no, I didn't. I always, I always find gifts awkward. And here's why. I feel like you have to match the gift value sometimes. Mm-hmm. So whoever ha- has to give the first gift, I feel like you're setting the tone. Well, like a new friendship what, or something? Yeah, huh? what, are, what is our gift worth? So if you get a gift or like let's say someone gives me a $25 gift card. Okay, we're $25 friends. Gotcha. And I like that. But I, when I get a gift and it's like, whoa, I did not know we were this amount, friends. <laughs> oh, great. And then I feel I feel like it turns into a contest and I don't like that. So I always try to, like, tame things down and get things that are really heartfelt or listen to what they say and, and pick up on those things instead. Something with meaning behind yeah. it. Yeah. Than, than giving someone cash for Christmas. Do you, what, how are you? <laughs> oh, no, I was just thinking, like, like growing up as a kid. Like, I, m- for me, it was my friend, Sean Tuhill, and I talked about him on the show before. But they were, like, we never really went out to dinner. It was always dinner at the house, and, and uh, we didn't see that many movies and stuff as a kid directly with my family. But anytime I went to Sean's house, we'd go out to dinner. His parents would give me gifts. We'd see movies. It was like a whole different world when I hung out with Sean, and I, and I loved that. It was like, ooh, I'm go hang out with Sean this weekend. We'd do all this kind of cool different things, and... And I had that friend as a kid that would almost like spoil you. Uh, but I don't, I don't think my parents had a problem. They were cool with everything. They, they probably said, liked it. They're like, good. We don't have to do it. <laughs> Send him over there. He'll be happy. He's out of the house <laughs> for the weekend. Hallelujah. The Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.